to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. A great opportunity we have to be in your presence. We pray, Lord, that you give us of your Holy Spirit, the great advocate, the one that searcheth the heart of man and knoweth the heart of God. We pray that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us and teach us in the name of Jesus. Lord, overlook my weaknesses and use me as a vessel to speak to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands together and be seated. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, this week, a lot of things are happening. Um, you may not have seen our scripture of the week, but I believe something may pop up and we will send you a scripture of the week. You know, the scripture of the week is not something that is made by me. You know that, right? It's a, it's a UD, a worldwide UD thing, and it comes from our fathers, and then we will share them with the rest of the flock. Um, well, um, we are grateful to the Lord that he has blessed us um, to gather in his presence again. You know, I just wanted to just comment on, you know, um, the testimony that Pastor Chiani gave, you know, when you give testimony, you know that God adds more. Do you realize that? You know, when you give testimony, you are telling the Lord that you acknowledge what he has done. And it makes him want to do more for you because he loves testimonies. He likes when people come before his congregation and acknowledge what he has done. But you see, one of the things that I have noticed is that, you know, with God, it is really true that, um, Obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, um, you know, um, Pastor Chiani has been a true son. You know, there are so many people who call, who will call you father, father, but they are not really children of the one they call father. You know, they, they call you father and, you know, I mean, a father, you, you seek, I mean, sometimes I think one of the things that is among Christians is one of these jargons, you know, it's like formality, you know, daddy, father, you know, papa. And, but when you have a father, you know, you, you want to confer with the father, you want to seek his opinion and advice and counseling about your life, you know. I mean, there is nothing about him that he has not sought my counsel about it. There is nothing about him. And I believe I believe that, you know, there are, there are times that, you know, I mean, when, some, when, when he comes to me, it's not that I am, you know, very wise. I believe that many of you are wiser than me, you know. Um, but I believe the scripture in Isaiah 44 and 26, that is what I really believe, you know, that when someone takes you as a father, as a messenger of God, you know, as a pastor, and the person seeks your counsel, 
Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? The person seeks your counsel, you know, whatever counsel you give him, if you give him the counsel genuinely out of your heart, from the Lord, out of your heart, you know, with his good and or with good intentions and with his, with his success and his good in mind, what happens is that God performs the counsel of the messenger. You see, God makes it come to pass and makes it proper. Do you understand? So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, those of you who, you know, you do things and then, you know, you, you, you have a father, you call a father and you have your own, sometimes you have your own decisions about things and you do them. And then you tell your father or you ask him to see if his opinion is about your decisions. You know, I don't think it's a good idea. I think you lose blessings in that aspect. Do you understand? And that is why in the days of old, God will always give a prophet. God will always give a messenger to the people, especially, you know, even to kings. That you say, go and tell the king this. Go and say this to the king. You know, sometimes it may not be in your line of thinking, but if you obey, you will always be successful. So we are grateful to children, true children of the house. And I want to encourage you to be a true son or daughter, you know, of the house. You know, you are planning a marriage, you are deciding on a marriage and, you know, you seek counseling and it's not in line with your counseling and, you know, you stop talking about it. It's not um, a good thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying with you? Yes. So when you see somebody is your father, make the person a real father. Don't make it just a formality. Amen. And Amen. God will bless you. God will bless you. And be a Amen. true son, a royal son or daughter. Anyway. Um, well, this afternoon, I want, to, I want us to continue sharing you know, how many of you are aware that we are still in the month of July and July is a month that we remind ourselves of, of salvation, you know, soul winning and we energize ourselves in soul winning. And our, we also assess our very self, whether or not we are also saved. Amen. And our loved ones, whether or not they are saved. And so a month of July it's not that the rest of the year we are not supposed to win souls, but we take it aside and remind ourselves of, of about soul winning. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And so we want to continue talking about soul winning. Um, we, last week, we learned about 10 things that are the same as born again. And I mm-hmm. wanted to read our scripture, our foundational scripture today. Um, and it's taken from John chapter 3. And verses 1 to 7, John chapter 3 and verses 1 to 7, um, it says, there, are, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Amen. Jesus answered and said unto him, 
Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this is a very, very important passage in the scriptures. It's a very, very important passage. Why is that? Because, you know, there are so many things that we do as Christians. There are so many things that we do as Christians. And our main goal, the reason why we do everything we're doing, is that we will be with the Lord in heaven. Isn't that so? Yes. The reason why we serve God is not only because he will bless us here on earth, but mm. so that we will also inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. And that is the main reason, you see. And now, the one that we want to be with, the one that came from heaven, is telling us that of all the things that we do, among the so many things that we are supposed to do, there is one thing that if we don't do, then it makes all the other things useless. Mm. You know? And I think that makes this one thing now very important. True. You know, it is as if you are going to write an exam and they tell you that, well, there are two parts to the exam. Okay, there is a section A and a section B. Mm. And in section A, you have to write one question. You have to mm. answer one question. Perhaps it's an essay. And they say in section A, you have to choose one essay. Maybe they've given you three essays and you have to choose one and write it. You need 350 words for the mm. essay. Okay, mm. and then section B, section B is options. <laughs> you know, section B is an option. Mm. You know, if you write section B, you'll get a bonus. It can help you pass. But mm. by all means, you have to write section A. How many of you have seen exams like that before? You know, now you may go through the essay topics that they have given you in section A, Mm. One, two, three. And you don't like any of them. Forgive. I mean, you prepared very well, but all three topics that they give you, they are none of the ones that you prepared. It always happens. Um, <laughs> you wrote some essays and you memorized them. Yeah. You had some theses laid down yeah. and you brainstorm on certain topics. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Even before you open the 
questions, you have listed some of the things you brainstormed on and so that you not forget. And now when you open the question, all three points, there are none of the things that you study or you like. Now, you, when you open the section B, all the things you study, they are there in section B. You know, all of them are there. I mean, in fact, you can answer every question in section B. And then you decide that, you know what? Let me just score all the points in section B and answer them excellently. And then, you know, if I have time, I'll look at section A and see if I can do something. And then you go to section B and write all the questions, answer all the questions. And then you feel very well that I have written this, I've answered these questions well. Mm. And, but you turn to section B and they say it's over. The time is over. Hey. Turn to section A and the time is over. <laughs> but you work out confidently. <laughs> you work out confidently that the way I answered section B, you know, there is no way that, you know, they're going to say, I don't know. And they know that even if they have put some of those questions in session A, I could have scored them. Questions, sometimes they are potential section A questions, questions. But they didn't put them there. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. But you walk away very confidently. Yeah. You know? And I think this is the situation mm. that we are in. Mm. And Nicodemus came to Jesus and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, we know he acknowledged him as a teacher of the word. He called him Rabbi. This is a Pharisee. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? He acknowledged who Jesus was. Mm. And he says, Rabbi, we know, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. We know if all these Pharisees are not telling. You see, that is one of the things. He sneaks to come in by night. Mm. He says, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He is mm. a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night. Why by night? Mm. You know, perhaps Jesus was so busy during the day, or perhaps he sneaked in to come to Jesus because it was not proper in his caliber, you know, to come to Jesus, a Pharisee and a ruler of the Jews. That means he teaches the Jews. He is a ruler. He is, he is a Pharisee. He has studied the law and he's knowledgeable of the law. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? So he yes. comes to Jesus and then acknowledges and says, we know, we know. We may not be saying it because I believe that maybe when he's with other Pharisees, he says to them in some of their meetings, you know, let us look at this guy very well. Mm. You know, let us listen to him. Perhaps what he's saying is real and it's truth. True. Because no man can do the things. And then some of them will brush them, brush him aside and say, ah, are you out of your mind? Look at him. Who is he? You know, a Nazarene, you know, a carpenter's son, he doesn't even have a father. Mercy. 
you know? And so they will brush him aside. But then maybe some of them will, you know, say, yeah, you know, maybe we have to give it a thought, you know, look at him. But he felt that this man came from God. Amen. And so he went to him. So this means that, you know, this guy, Nicodemus, was someone who, by the grace of God, knows the prophecies. He knows the law. Mm. And he's mm. seeing that Jesus is fulfilling these prophecies. prophecies. Wow. And so now he's taking him seriously. You're Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And now he's listening to his messages. He's looking at the miracles. And then so he went to Jesus and says, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with a person like that. No one can do these things. No one can preach like that, except the anointing of God is upon him. No one can do these miracles, except that God has anointed him. You know? And right away, you know, Jesus saw a man who has acknowledged who he is. You know, you see, I mean, for some pastors, you know, if your church member were to come to you or what, someone came to the church and then comes to you or calls you and say, you know, pastor, I was really blessed by the message. It was so powerful. And I feel, I felt that God was talking to me, you know, and I felt, you know, the spirit, I felt the anointing when you were preaching. <laughs> You know, then, you know, that the next thing that you say is that glory be to God. (laughs) We give God the glory. All glory be to God. We thank God for his grace that is upon, you know. And we may not even tell the person, listen, I know you like the message. And I am glad that you felt the presence of God. But unless you are born again, the message will not help you. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. This is what Jesus did. So Jesus saw that the man acknowledges that there's a presence of God because Jesus himself said it. He says, just look at the work. The works, take the work's sake. You can see from the works. Mm. Who am I? And so he felt that this man, by the grace of God, sees fulfillment of prophecy, mm. sees the anointing upon the man of God and comes to him and acknowledges it. And he just does not say, ah, thank God that one of you, thank God that one of you has finally Mm. seen it. Mm. Go and share with your brothers. Go and Mm. tell them how the scripture is being fulfilled in my life. But he says to him, you ought to be born again. Else all the knowledge you have, what you are seeing, the miracles, they will not help you. Mm. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. They will not help you. Help you. Mm. And so the man is now shocked. Very. The man is shocked because, you see, he had no doubt in his mind that he will die and go to heaven. Mm. He had no doubt. And mm. many followers of Christ feel like that you know perhaps he was born in the faith you Mm. know he has served his parents were perhaps rulers of jews as well he Mm. was raised like that 
you know, studying the law. He was put into the Pharisee school, learned the law. He said, and he's a ruler of the Jews, teacher of the law. And so he had no doubt that he will go to heaven. And so when Jesus made a comment, he says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now the man now takes that very seriously. What do you mean by that? What does that mean? What do you mean a man be born again? How can you say that? So you mean there is something that I don't know? And then Jesus said to him, how can a man, he asked him, Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? I mean, genuine question. True. Genuine question. How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Mm. You see, genuine question, not a silly question at all. True. And then Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except Mm. a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Wow. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, anything that will make you not enter into the kingdom of God means something that you have to pursue very well Mm. and know and understand and do it Mm. so that you enter into the kingdom of God because ultimately, that is what all of us are trying to do that we will enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. 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 That is what we ought to do. And then Jesus explains further. He says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So don't be surprised. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Amen. Marvel not. Marvel not. Hallelujah. Amen. And so Paul was explaining further. Paul was explaining further in the book of First um, Corinthians, chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter 15, and I believe it's verse 53. First Corinthians 15 and verse 53. You are preaching good. Are you listening to me? Yes, we are. We are preaching. So Paul said. This is what Paul says. says, For this corruptible, that which is born of the flesh, Mm -hmm. this corruptible must put on incorruptible. Incorruptible. We cannot enter into the kingdom of God with this corruptible. Mm. He says, For this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus says, Marvel not. That I say unto you, you ought to be born again. And so then you have to know whether you or not you are born again. Mm. And I want you to understand that when we say you are born again, I want you to understand because, you see, don't let us take it as some type of religious thing. Mm. Let us take it like this. 
that except you do this thing, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And this thing, we call it born again. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Except you do this thing. Mm. Except you are this thing. Mm. You cannot. You cannot go to heaven. Mm. And that is why we have learned what it means to be born again and what it means, what does not mean to be born again. again. And so today I want us to go over the 20 things again, the Mm. 20 things that are not the same as being born again. I love it. Hallelujah. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Because you see, this is the very fundamental very fundamental of our faith. True. And we do so many things. You know, mm. many churches, for instance, you will hear about so many things that we do in a church. We will preach about so many things, but we don't talk a lot about this fundamental. But Jesus is saying, except we do this fundamental thing, we can do so many things. Mm. And we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Mercy. Don't you think it's serious that we know what it means or what are not the same as being born again? I think it's very serious, critical. We because you know. see, you may do so many things and think that when you die, hey. you go to Mercy. And then you realize that you are not going to heaven. Mercy. Mm. Amen. Amen. So we want to go over this list again. Number one. We said admiring miracles is not the same as being born again. Mm. That you admire miracles. Now, when you admire miracles, you admire the messenger of God also. You, ad- you admire the miracle worker. Are you understanding mm. what I'm saying with you? Now, admiring a miracle worker and admiring the miracles is not the same as being born again. Mm. It is not the same as being born again. Nicodemus admired the miracles Jesus performed. Mm. And he came and admitted it and said it. And when we see miracles, you see, many people don't believe in miracles. And so people who believe in miracles, they feel they are Christians and they will go to heaven. Mm. They acknowledge the works of God. And they feel they will go to heaven. But admiring miracles is not the same as being born again. Number two, befriending a man of God is not the same as being born again. Being a friend to a man of God, having Mm. a close association to a man of God, having a close relationship to a man Mm. of God that you can call anytime and he calls you, a man of God has your number on his phone and when you call, he sees you And you have his personal phone number Mm. and you can call him anytime does not make you go to heaven. Mm. Amen. Amen. I mean, many people don't like men of God. True. Liking a man of God and standing in to defend them. You like a man of God, you can stand in to defend a man of God. You are loyal to the man of God it does not make room for you to go to heaven. Except you are born again, you can like a man of God and be loyal 
and call him Papa, Daddy, Father. You are not going to heaven with that. Hallelujah. It's not the same as being born again. Number three, giving money to a church is not the same as being born again. Now, wow. this is very important. Very. You know, it's very important because, you see, the Bible says where your treasure is, that is where, what will be there? Your heart, your heart will be there. And so when you feel that, you know, you are very committed with your tithes and your offerings, you feel that that is where your heart is. Your heart is in the house of God. Your, mm. heart, your heart is in the things of God. And you feel that when you die, you go to heaven. Because you have fulfilled scripture. Isn't that so? Yes. <laughs> but, and, and you know, you know yourself. You know that you, you give to the church. You support the work of God. And mm. you have been faithful with your tithe. Mm. You, are, you are a giver in the church. You support the work of God. When we say we are raising funds for anything in the church, you are generous. And Jesus is saying, you can do all these things. Mm. except a man be born again. Don't you think that Nicodemus was someone who paid tithe? Very He's a Pharisee true. and mm. he knows the law. To the latter. <laughs> but Jesus looked at him and said, you are doing all these things. Mm. But if you are not born again. You cannot, make you cannot go to heaven. Mm. You are preaching. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Beloved, I think this is very important. Very important. And I want you to hear it again. Mm, I'm being blessed. We were supposed to take two weeks talking about this. And that is why I've come back to talk to you about this again. Amen. That it is important that we focus on this fundamental aspect of our faith. That one requirement, one compulsory question that we have to answer, answer. in section mm. A. The absence of which you fail. Totally. Mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So giving money and being faithful in your giving does not make room for you to go to heaven. Wow. What Hallelujah. Amen. And you know, money is a very strong determinant of where your heart is. True. And so when you are faithful with your giving, you mm. put confidence in the fact that you are faithful with God. True. Because it is not easy for many people. It is not easy for many people. Mm. So we say, Jesus says, you cannot serve two masters, but you know that nothing else, money cannot take you from God. Mm. But except you are born again, you can give and be faithful with your giving. You cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What the shock. Are you listening to me? Yes. Number four, joining a church is not the same as being born again. Preach. Joining a church, being a member of a church, and being a registered member. Hey. You know, there are some people, you know, they were born into the church. Mm. You know, they grew up in the church. They mm. married in the church. Mm. And they, 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 they died and were buried in the church. Preaching. I'm telling you, they never missed one service 
Wow. They have, the, the whole family is in a church. You know, if you look at the car they drive, they have something, something about a church at the back of the car. You know, sometimes they donated their car for picking people to church. Or they, you know, they've done so many things. They are all for the church. And you cannot say that they are not members of the church. Mm. They help church members. And they are blessed in the church. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Look, they are blessed in the church. You know, one time, one time, Mm. a man sent his disciples or sent his servants to Jesus Mm. and told him to come and heal his servants. You know what the disciples said? They said, this one who is asking for this favor, he deserves it. He's worthy of that favor. Why? Because he has built synagogues for the church. Wow. He's a very committed member of the church. Like the church. (laughs) Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. He's a very committed member. So what I'm trying to show you here is that if you are committed like that, you mm. deserve a favor. You deserve a miracle. miracle. God will perform a miracle for you. Mm. God will stop everything he's doing and come to your aid. Your aid. Wow. And it will make you feel that when you die, you go to heaven. Hey. That was the life of Nicodemus also. Mm. He was a we member of the church. And there was no doubt in his heart. No doubt in his mind that when he died, he was going to heaven. Mm. But Jesus said, except a man be born again, whatever he's doing for the church, whether he's a registered member of the UD, Mm. you are a Catholic, you are a Methodist, you Mm. are a Baptist, you are a Pentecostal. You are a lighthousician, if there is a... Uh, it's our church. It's our church. It's a, it's our or you church. are a congestion. <laughs> are you understanding what I... Or face lover. Mm. You, are, you, you are first lover. You, mm. Whatever you are, and registered, and you, they know you. They mm. know you. I mean, the pastor knows your name. The church members mm. know you. When you have an issue, you see that the people that are around are all church members. It shows that you are a member of the church. No, church. Mm. And we can build confidence in that and come to church every Sunday. There are many of you who are listening to me right now and you are not born again. And you have taken it for granted. Mm. That as far as you are a committed member of this church, if you were to die today, you should go to heaven. We will come also at your funeral. God forbid, none of you. But we will come to your funeral and we will preach and say he, she or he was committed. You know, he's been with us for many years. We have no doubt in our mind that he's going to be with the Lord. And I believe that if Nicodemus had not met Jesus and he had died, the pastor who had preached at his funeral would have not had any doubt that Nicodemus has gone to be with the Lord. True. I say he's in Abraham's bosom. But Jesus said, I tell you one thing, unless you are born again, you are not going to heaven. You are not going to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Number five, 
Playing a role in a church is not the same as being born again. Playing a role in a church. Now, that is one big deceiver. True. You see, because it is usually committed Christians who play roles in churches. That's true. It is when you are established, you are not just an ordinary member of the church. Mm. When you get to the stage where you play a role in the church, then you are really beyond established member of the church. That's true. Yeah. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And sometimes you become someone who is such that when you are absent, even the church cannot go on. Mm, very affected. You become someone such that when you are not there, something will be missing in the church. Yeah. You feel that no matter what you are doing, you ought to be in church. Mm. You feel that your absence will be felt. I mean, there are some people when they are absent, their absence are felt. I mean, right now, many people, I mean, I, almost half of our people have traveled. They have gone on vacation to other country or countries and they are not with us right now. Mm. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? But there are some people, when they are away, their absence is felt. You they feel preaching. their absence. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Now, of course, when they are really committed and they do, you know, they have the spirit of the Lord. Also, they do such that, you know, other people can feel in for them when they are away. You know, such that God will not feel their absence has affected his house. That is also a true spirit. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? But many people, when you, you, you happen to be in a situation like that, you feel that even God knows that you are committed. Even God knows that your absence is being felt in the church. And sometimes we can put confidence in that. Mm. And you may never have said the sinner's prayer with your heart. And you feel that you will go to heaven. And you have been in the church for a long time, but truthfully, you have really not said a sinner's prayer and you have not received Jesus Christ. As Mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Praying every day is not the hey. same as being born again. Now you tell me, if you know someone who wakes up in the morning and you hear the person praying, in the evening, you hear the person praying, Every day, the person is praying. Would you have, if that person were to die, would you have any doubt in your mind that the person will go to hell? You will not. No, 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 at all. No doubt. You will not have any doubt. But praying every day, praying every day does not guarantee you a place in heaven. Mm. Prayer is difficult. You know, and fasting is difficult. When you see someone who is doing difficult Christian things, you feel that that person is truly going to heaven. You don't question, you never will question if this person is born again. You will never ask such a person, are you born again? You'll be intimidated to ask the person, are you born again? But I'm telling you, Nicodemus, as his caliber was, a leader of the Jews, a ruler of the Jews, a Pharisee, Mm. 
as the scalper us, when he came to Jesus, Jesus pointed out to him that unless you are born again, except you are born again, you are not going to heaven. And he was shocked. He was surprised. Preaching. I love the message. Amen. Amen. He was surprised. Mercy. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. The next one, reading the Bible is not the same as being born again. Reading the Bible, studying the Bible, knowing scriptures, quoting scriptures, and explaining scriptures. Perhaps you know so much, but you are not born again. That simple concept, that fundamental aspect. I mean, a, a Pharisee is someone who knew the law. A Pharisee is someone who has studied the law and knew the scriptures mm. and can explain and everyone would understand. Yeah. Now you tell me, when you hear someone sharing the word and quoting scriptures and substantiating it and explaining it, and then you sit down and say, what an anointed wow. man of God. Mm. Breaking the word down. Sharing with the understanding of a child, just like mm. Jesus would teach. Would you mm. ask such a person, are you born again? No. But you can be a person like that. Hey. And if you are not born again, you will not go to heaven. Mercy. So I'm telling you, there are pastors who are not mm. born again. I believe. There are pastors who share the word with power. There are pastors who minister miracles. Lord have mercy. And they are not born again. Mm, mercy, Lord. And perhaps no one has asked them, are you born again? Mm. You are preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't like the message? I love it. Hey. It's a good message. I love hearing it again. Being baptized is not the same as being born again. Mm. You know, I believe you have heard it many times. You try to witness to someone. And you, 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 the moment you start, the person says, oh, I'm baptized. <laughs> I'm baptized. It's a common excuse. Being baptized is not the same as being born again. Mm. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. It says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You will not go to heaven if you are baptized and you are not born again. Mercy. Amen. Amen. And you have to be born again. You have to believe first before you are born again. So mm. many of you who were baptized as children, you were baptized unbelievers. Mercy. You are Amen. Preaching. Amen. You were baptized unbeliever. Mm. So you see, we do all these religious things. We go through all these religious things. And then we feel we are born again. We feel that we are going... To, let me show you someone who was like that. Go to Philippians chapter 3 and verse 4. 
Philippians chapter 3 and verse 4. Perhaps for time's sake, if you have the NIV, that would be helpful. Mm. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 4. Okay. So maybe, why don't you go back to verse 1? Go to verse 1. Let's read quickly. He says, finally, this is Paul. How many of you know Paul? Apostle Paul. Paul, The writer of majority of the books in the New Testament. He says, finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you again. And it is a safeguard for you. How many of you understand that this message is a safeguard for you? I believe message before but it is no trouble for me that i repeat it to you it's a safeguard amen he says it is no it is watch out for those dogs those men who do evil those mutilators of the flesh Mm. oh his messages were strong (laughs) and then verse three says for it is we who are the circumcision Mm. we who worship by the spirit of god who glory in Christ Jesus and put on confidence in the flesh. Mm. He says, though I myself have reason for such confidence. Listen to why. Mm. He says, though I myself have reason for such confidence. And I'm showing you how sometimes we have confidence in certain things that we are. And we think that there is no doubt that when we die, we will go to heaven. There is no doubt that your obituary will be nice. We will write very nice obituary. When we come Mm -hmm. to read, it will be all nice things. All the things you did for the church. All the sacrifices, the camps. You know, you were a shepherd. The souls you won. And you yourself, you were not born again. Though I myself have reason for such confidence. If anyone else thinks he has reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. He says, wow. I have more reasons. I have more. And what are the reasons? He says, circumcised on the eighth day. <laughs> Many of you were baptized in the eighth day. He says, circumcised according to the law, circumcised on the eighth day. <laughs> and of the people of Israel, mm. I am not of any ordinary, you know, Gentile. Mm. I am of the people of Israel. Israel. And not any other tribe, but of the tribe of Benjamin. Uh, wow. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. This is Paul, a Hebrew of Hebrews. Bruce. <laughs> He's not an ordinary Hebrew. Mm. But when you are talking about pure breed of Hebrews, Hebrew. he's listing his credentials in the church. Mm, not a mischief. <laughs> he's not a mischief. He's not half Hebrew. He's a Hebrew of Hebrews. Wow. And in regards to the law, the word of God, a Pharisee. Pharisee. I mean, yeah. as you expect, in those yeah. times, if you are talking about someone who knows the word of God, someone who understood yeah. the prophecies and the, the scriptures, the law of the Lord, the laws and the prophets. A Pharisee. He says, ah, I'm a Pharisee. Wow. Ask for yeah. zeal. When you are talking about zeal for the church, <laughs> commitment to the church, that all his life is about the church, that he will die for the church, he will kill for the church. Hmm. 
That's me. Persecuting the church. Anything that was against the church, I'm against it. When you say that you, 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 you are doing something against the church, I stand up. I fight you. Mm. I bring you down. That was him. Mm. Committed to the church. Mm. As for legalistic righteousness, righteousness. come on. What a man. I'm talking about legalistic righteousness. Now, I'm sharing this with you because many of you don't even get to this stage. You have maybe 80% here, 80% there of this 25, righteousness, 25, 25, you know, 75. And you feel that when you die, you are going to heaven for your commitment to the church. Is that a good person? What the fuck? This is real legalistic righteousness. Righteousness. Wow. But then verse 7, he says, But whatever was to my prophet, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. Whatever was to my prophet, what I thought was gaining me access to the kingdom, they are useless. It would, they would have ended me in hell. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. He said, whatever I considered, whatever was to my prophet, I consider loss for the sake of Christ. For the sake of Christ. I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. So being baptized, on the eighth day you were baptized and you grew up in the church, and then mm. you married in the church and you did hey. everything. It does not pave way for you to go to heaven. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The next one, being confirmed in a church is not the same as being born again. You are confirmed wow. as a member of a church, a believer in the church. You believe in the church doctrines. You were baptized as a baby. And when you grew up, you came and you confirmed. You were confirmed as a member of the church. That now you accept this church as your church. Mm. And you are registered adults who understand the doctrines of the church. It does not make way for you to go to heaven. Say amen. Amen. Taking Holy Communion is not the same as being born again. You know, I don't even know why any communion should be called Holy Communion because communion should be holy, you know. (laughs) But you can call it Holy Communion and take it every Sunday and every morning, go to Mass and take it all your life. Take big portions of it. It does not make way for you to go to heaven. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you see, sometimes when someone is sick in the hospital and the loved ones will ask, when the person is close to perhaps dying, the loved ones will ask the priest to to come and minister the last communion. As for this, it is your last one. If you didn't take enough, this one is taking you straight to heaven. Like you take this last (laughs) one and you die, it's like you are entering. That That is what they believe. True. <laughs> because sometimes you know they took communion in sins they didn't go for confession and so but this is your last one say make a confession take your communion and then you are entering into heaven you are sick no room for sin anyway hmm. 
You are not going anywhere. Mercy. <laughs> Last communion is not taking you anywhere. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> being in a Christian family is not the same as being born again. Hey, that's being one. in a Christian family. If your parents are all pastors, hey. your brother is a pastor, your other hey. sister is a, a lady pastor, and you, I mean, you, it's just me. I'm, I'm the only one who is not, a, you know, a pastor yet. But <laughs> the whole family, we are all pastors, you know, the whole family. It does not make way for you to go to heaven. You are preaching. It does not make mm. way for you to go to heaven. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Growing up as a Christian and being raised as a Christian, it is not inheritance. You, the, heaven is not an inheritance. <laughs> that your parents are pastors and so they pass it on to you. They went to heaven and it's their inheritance that they left for you. It's not. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Amen. There's no past on. Mm. Using Christian jargon hey. is not the same as being born again. What a shock. You know, I mean, wherever you go, the moment you open your mouth, they know that you are from the UD. You know, you, you, if you are you go somewhere there's a crowd and you go somewhere you say one word everybody will turn to you the, one of them is here. one of them is here even people who are not from the UD they know that this person is from. if your friend invites you to a church you visit them and they are preaching you say one word they know who you are they know where you are coming from True. even if you say hey they know who you are yes <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Even if you say, what is all this? They know who you are. <laughs> you are some way, pa. <laughs> Remember you say, Orangu. They know who you are. Yeah, that's the key word. What a shock. And then you get up and then you shake your leg. They know you are going to heaven. They know that you are a born again Christian. One of Certain them things. Sabaya. <laughs> the Sabaya. Sabaya Bombo. You say mercy. Mm. If your life is such that every time, every time you are saying something, you say, by the grace of God, it does mm. not make way for you. <laughs> Amen. Is somebody understanding the word of God this afternoon? Yes. That you say by the grace of God. You send text message and every time you write by the grace of God, it does not make way for <laughs> Mercy. Amen. 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 And if you greet someone, you don't say good morning or good afternoon. You say have a blessed day. You know, have a blessed day. <laughs> Be blessed. That's not a way for you to go to heaven. <laughs> trust God, so, you are doing no well. Christian jargon and always speaking like a Christian, that's yeah. not a way for you to go to heaven. Mm. Be blessed. Be blessed. Anytime somebody says that, you say, I'm blessed. 
Hallelujah. Every daughter, or I'm a God's favorite son, does not make a way for you to go to heaven mm. or to be born again. Amen. Amen. And responding, amen, also does not make way for you. Denominationalism hey. <laughs> is not the same mm. as being born again. Belonging to preaching. in a denomination to say that you are you belong you are a Catholic or you are Methodist or you are from the UD by the grace of God UD is a denominational church now. Mm. Okay, we have thousands of churches by mm. God's grace. It does not make way for you to go to heaven to belong to a denomination. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Number fourteen, being a moralist. It's hey. not the same as being born again. That oh, you yeah. are a moralist. You mm. have high standards of morals. Bra-kofi. You say to yourself, there's no way I will commit abortion. I've never committed abortion and I will never commit abortion. It does Mercy. not make way for you to go to heaven. Wow. You are a moralist and you say you never tell a lie. It does not make way for you to go to heaven. Is anyone here who has committed fornication before and everyone lifts up their hand except you? You, it does not make way for you to go to heaven. (laughs) Who has not committed fornication? It does not make way for you to go to heaven. Amen. Amen. You are preaching. Mm. When they ask who has stolen something from workplace before, and you say, I'm not ever taking a pin from my job. Not a pin from my job. You are not brew. It is nice. It is nice that you admire miracles. It is nice that you have never stolen. You are a very moral person. But unless you are born again, except you are born again. Except Amen. you are born again. You are preaching. You are preaching. You know, people who are with high morals, you know, mm. people who are moralists, mm. principle, they never cheat. They say, in my business, I don't care if I'm losing. I never cheat anyone. I never <laughs> tell a lie. I never, it, they are moralists. And it doesn't right. matter. Such people, they mm. are not going to heaven if they are not born again. And a person, mm. when you tell them, they are surprised. Mm. You are mm. a Christian and you are a moralist. That is a very dangerous combination. You may neglect being born again. Mm-hmm. And you think that these things can get you to heaven. Is somebody understanding the word of God? Yes. Being principled. It's not the same as being born again. Forgive. I'm a principal. I'm, I'm a principal person. You know? <laughs> and every time you say that, I'm a principal person. As for me, I'm a principal person. You can be principal all your life from childhood to the day you die if you do not give your life to Christ. You die in your sins. You die in the flesh. And you mm. Lord have mercy. Amen. Amen. You see, principal persons are sometimes very difficult to witness to. True. <laughs> understand very difficult to witness to they are principled they they have certain principles that they, they they follow and they are strict by that and you can't find faults with them 
You understand? They are principal. They don't come to work late. Their supervisors have never written them up. They finish the assignment on time. You know, they are very principled in everything. Mm. They are ordered. They tell you, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't cheat. I don't steal. I don't do this. I am principled. These are against my principles. How many of you have heard that before? It is against... You are preaching. (laughs) You are preaching. It's not something... I don't struggle to tell the truth. Mm. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) Amen. It's against my principles. Matthew chapter 21 and verse 31. It says, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you, principal person, before you. Because you you can never acknowledge that you need Christ. You think that you go to heaven by your own righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Being a respectable person is not the same as being born again. Ah. Respectable. (laughs) From, From kindergarten through high school to this, you were, you know, you were always selected class prefect. How many of you were class prefects before? Look at them, class prefects. And you can see, you see, look at them. They, I mean, they deserve to be class prefects. You know? <laughs> they, 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 they deserve to be class prefects. And they go with it. Or you were house P, house prefect. Who was a house prefect? Or school prefect. Who was a school prefect before? People, you know, principal people, you know, oh, Bravo people, they are chosen as school prefects. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? I mean, sometimes a respectable person that you know that you know that everybody respects you. How many of you you know you know a person like that? Not you, but you know know that everyone respects them. The two Bracofies. Amen. Amen. So even your, your 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 school teachers they 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 choose you. They want you to be a school prefect mm-hmm. because you are such a person. You know, your uniforms clean. You know, at random if they select your nails, your nails are always clean. Hey. Your hair is always done clean. If randomly they come to dormitories to set <laughs> bed, it's always late. You know, if they check your trunk or your boxes clean. Everything is arranged. Your towel never smells. You know, you <laughs> are... <laughs> you know, sheets that you sleep on. I mean, there are some people, they are very intelligent. But if you go to their bed, the bed that they sleep on... <laughs> but not you. You know, you are such a person. Your classmates admire you. They respect you. They are of the same age, but they respect you. Mm. And such a person, if you go to SU and you are not careful, you follow, you follow, you, follow you, you will never give your life to Christ. True. Because True. sometimes you are so respected that it mm. is embarrassing that now you stand before people to acknowledge that you are a sinner and you are receiving Christ as your savior and you go through Christianity all your life, but you have never confessed before the congregation. That you are mm. Mercy. Am I sharing with someone? I think I'm speaking to someone right yes. now. Yes. Yes. 
So being a respect, respectable person is not the same mm. as being born again. And being mm. popular is not the same as being born again. Wow. The popularity in the church or popularity at workplace, wherever you are, it's not the same as being born again. Brag of you. Popular person. Amen. You are preaching. I think I'm sharing a very important message that I'm very many of us. All of us. So being popular, that the whole church knows you. Who knew you at mm. your place? Everyone knew you. When they call your name, they know who you are. I mean, whenever they invite you for anything, they call your name. Everybody stands up and they clap and they wow. give. It does not make room for you to go to heaven. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Amen. Amen. We are preaching. Mm. Obeying a new set of rules. Hey. It's not the same as being born again. Obeying a new set of rules. That you are from some type of Christian club or some decent school, which is a, perhaps a Christian school, and they have some rules. And you have grown up with these rules all your life. It does not make you a born again Christian. Mm. Mm. It does not make you a born again Christian. And it does not make way for you to go to heaven. And being a good spouse is not the same as being born again. Shakalabratos. You know, as for a spouse, if you are a good spouse, you are a good Christian. Is the way to go. You, know, <laughs> you are going to heaven. Because one of the things that is a big setup, setback for many people and fall into many temptations is marriage. Mm. But being a good spouse is not the same as being born again. Mm. You care for your wife, you care for mm. your children, you know, mm. you, 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 you respect your wife, you love your wife, you never cheat on your wife. Mm. You and you, you, you remember your wife's birthday. You call your wife all the time when you are, you are at work and all kinds of things. It does you not mean vacation. Vacation. <laughs> the fact that you are a Christian and you are a good husband does not make room for you to go to heaven. Mm. You must on again. Amen. Say, Amen. Being a good wife, a good wife does not make room for you to go to heaven. Mm, you, are that one. you know, you are not one of the, you remember last Friday prayer meeting? Remember? Okay, you yes. are not that type of wife. <laughs> you know, but you are, you are a wife who brings joy. You know, when you are mm. home, you know, your husband loves to be home. You are that kind of wife. You are not the complainer, oh. writer, hey. everything. Let's sit down, arrange. You know, you are not that kind of wife. You are not the mm. wife who husband desires to be at the corner of the rooftop. That's not Let's you. see. Amen. Amen. And you have actually determined to be the good wife. Mm. It does not make you a born again Christian. Yes. And it does not make you go to heaven. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Fulfilling all the wifey duties in Ephesians chapter 5 does not make room for you to go to heaven. You are teaching. Wow. Jesus said, except a man be born again. Mm. Amen. Amen. And the last one, being rich 
or poor is not the same as being born again. That's Amen. One. Amen. <laughs> so having a lot of money and feeling blessed, I was sharing with you about the centurion. He deserves a miracle. If you are being blessed and God has blessed the work of your hand, it does not mean that you go to heaven. Mm. God is a just God. His word is true. He's true and faithful. If you obey his principles and he says he will bless you, he will bless you. Amen. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. He will bless you and you will prosper. The fact that you are prospering and things are going on well, your, your business is going on well, you are receiving promotion at work, they are giving you pay raises that you mm. have not even asked for, or you pray for it, and then they, 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 they promote they you. All mm. these, it does not mean that you go to heaven. Mm. There were rich men, rich man who was in hell. He was rich. And his five brothers were rich. And he said, they are like me in, on the earth. Right. And he needed to be born again. He wasn't born again and he went to hell. And being poor also does not make room for you. It's not a messy ground that you were poor. <laughs> so you should go to heaven. <laughs> you can't suffer two times. That you suffer <laughs> in this life, God should be merciful to you. It does not make way for you to go to heaven. Wow. You wow. can be homeless all your life on earth. You can die mm. and go to hell and continue the suffering. <laughs> Mercy. That's what I'm saying with you. You can be hungry all your life and die and go to hell and still be thirsty and wish mm. that someone put a drop of water on your tongue. So being mm. poor and poverty makes people humble. Are you on a <laughs> poverty makes people humble? And when people are humble, they are respectful, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Their, their way of talking is different, you know, <laughs> of God, you know, and they, they, they are always at the mercies of God. And this, and it makes you, when they are talking to them, their hands are behind them. You know, they never raise their voice. I mean, if you are poor, you raise your voice. Who, I mean, who are you? They don't get angry. <laughs> don't get angry, usually. I mean, it's very rare that you are poor and then you are always angry. Yeah. <laughs> they don't argue you know that people were to do are the ones who have words to say and argue and poor people they don't argue they are submissive they they, they will comply <laughs> Forgive. when people are poor that is why people think that you see it's a deception people think mm. that it is poor people who serve god mm. Mm. Have you not have you not heard people think like that before? Yeah. That they think that poor people are the ones who serve God. They don't need, yeah. if you are rich, you don't need God. So it makes you feel that you are poor and you always depend on God. Depending on God for your daily bread and for your rent and for everything that you do does not make way for you to go to heaven. The Bible says, mm. except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Mm. Now, I want to leave you with this, that, you know, many people, you know, for instance, and I believe that many Christians also do the same thing. Many people, when you try to witness to them, you know, they say that, you know, do you, do you know Jesus? Of course I do. <laughs> I know Jesus. Mm. You know, and then do you believe in Jesus? What question are you asking me? I believe in Jesus. He's the son of God. I believe in Jesus. 
Do you understand? And then it says that, so do you, do you believe that if you die, you go to heaven? Come on, brother. <laughs> you know, and they talk like that. Mm. They don't sin. They are in church. They do all kinds of things and they are confident. They are confident. They are good to people. They are good to the poor. They are confident that they are going to heaven. And so such people, when you are witnessing to them, they feel that they don't need to be witnessed to. True. And you are the same also. I'm speaking to you. But listen to the scripture in Romans 10 and verse 9. Mm. It's not just confessing that you are. It says, if thou, Romans 10 and verse 9. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord mm. Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Many people mm. have not confessed with their mouth before a mm. congregation. They believe in Jesus. They believe that he's the son of God. But there are two conditions here that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth mm. and believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. Beloved, this afternoon, I want you to fulfill the scripture and be truly saved. Jesus said, Amen. except a man be born again, except a man be born again, Anything mm. else that you have done does not qualify you to see or enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to stand to our feet as we bring the service to a close. And I want to give everyone the opportunity. If you have not given your life to Christ, you have any doubt you have any doubt whether you are born again Christian or not? Perhaps you have been a Christian for many years. You are an SD member, but you have really not stood before the congregation as Jesus Christ and received the Lord as your Savior. If you are such a person, or you think you are even such a person, I want to lead you into this prayer to receive Jesus. As your Lord and Lord. I want you to put your hand on your heart and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you, thank for, you dying. for dying for me. I have sinned. I have sinned. I have sinned. And I've fallen short of your glory. And I've fallen short of your glory. This afternoon, this afternoon, I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. I acknowledge you are the Son of God. I acknowledge you as the Son of God. I know and I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I know and believe you died and rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. Please take control of my life. Please take control of my life. 
I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Sing, Shana. believe you have been blessed with this powerful message, come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.